Good evening, family. This is DeMaurice, M-O-G, Magnificent Spiritual Being. I'm recording this particular podcast as more of a indicator of my future direction with, with my podcast. So at night when I walk my pet, I get kind of epiphanies or revelations revealed to me. And tonight I want to share the epiphany or a revelation that was shared with me how I need to proceed with this podcast. So as I was walking, I was thinking about all the things that are going on here in this country uh, with the killing of unarmed black men at the hands of armed police officers. I also think about uh, the black on black or the brother killing brother issue that, that goes on as well. And I reflect on the history of this country. I watched a um, Facebook post with Shannon Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp and this other guy that he sits with, this white guy, Stu. So Shannon Sharp and Stu. And Shannon Sharp broke it down. You know, the cold, hard truth about America. This is the cold, hard truth about America. America was founded by some immigrants from England who left persecution in their land. They came here, they landed quite some time ago, let's say four or five hundred years ago. The inhabitants of this land took them in and, and provided provision for them through a harsh winter only to be murdered and enslaved and ran off their land by those same individuals or individuals that look like them. We're talking about Caucasian individuals. Those same Caucasian individuals who were fleeing persecution in England went to Africa and snatched the best of the best of the best, men, women, and children, brought them to these shores and have forced labor for 250 years. They stole those people's identity, they stole their religion, they stole their language, and they implanted this European ideal into their minds. They fought a brutal and cold war over slavery back in the 1800s. Slavery was finally abolished in this country legally with the 13th Amendment. However, in order to get it ratified and passed, they added one line to that same amendment that says you cannot enslave a free man. So what did the individuals do that wanted to continue that free slave labor? And let's just let's just back up for a second and talk about slave labor for a second. You you own a company, I own a company. I have free workers. I pay them nothing. I treat them as if they're just just dogs, cattle. Excuse my language, but I just can't even come up with the word. I think the word is is spelled C O F F E L, coffle. I believe that's how you pronounce it. I treat them like that. They're not human beings. They are less than human beings. They're some some form of subhuman species. So I, I have these type of individuals working for me. At least that's how I view them. 
but in reality they are children of God they are children of the great creator I myself have put myself in a position to be God over them so I treat them with disdain I treat them in the most foul and violent way imaginable in order to enslave not only their bodies, but their minds and their spirits and their souls. Because I want total domination over these people. My counterpart has workers too. But you have to pay those workers a salary. He got to give them benefits so they can go home and provide for their families. Their, their workers can come and go as they please. And they treat their workers decent. So my company is booming. I have profits through the roof because you know what? I have no overhead, no labor overhead whatsoever. So I'm making money hand over fist. This is how America was built. 250 years of free labor, people. Think about the job you have now. And all the employees that you work with and you go to work every day for this company and they give you nothing. Let that marinate in your mind for a minute. This is the conditions 250 years. The way the brother, the brother Sterling uh, Shannon Sharp put it was just so elegant. <laughs> you talking about 250 years. Each generation is about 14. Let's say each generation is 40 years per se. How many generations is that? If you take 250 divided by four, you get eight generations. So you got, I got to go back to my, not my father, not his 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 father, I think that's six, not his father, not his father, none of these individuals were able to acquire any wealth in this country. But the individuals that owned them acquired wealth and passed it on to their son, their son, their son, their son, their son, their son, their son that's six, their son, that's seven, their son. That's eight generations of passing down wealth versus six generations of having, um, excuse me, eight generations of passing down wealth where there's zero, where there's eight generations of no wealth being passed down. But you know what they did pass down to you people? They passed down hate, self-hate, self-deprivation. You ain't nothing. You a lazy, shiftless, N-I-G-G-E-R. Let that marinate. But check, but peep gay. Your ancestors and my ancestors did all the work in the fields. They picked the cotton. They picked the soybeans. They picked the corn. They, they took care of master's kids. They cooked master's food. They kept master's house clean. Why that same Caucasian individual sat around and reap the benefits of all of that free labor. You need to let that marinate in your mind for a minute.
after slavery. They had the reconstruction period. I don't know the exact time frame. Let's say that lasted from 1865 to about 1880. So about 15 years. The federal government pulled the troops. Ku Klux Klan came on the scene. Start hanging brothers from trees left and right. Still raping our women when they got ready. Still burning our houses down if they thought we had a crumb more than them. Then you fast forward to the early 1900s, Jim Crow. Separate but equal. Segregation today, segregation forever, segregation tomorrow. Separate but equal. White only drinking faucets, white only toilets, white only restaurants, white only, white only, white only. So can you imagine the mindset of an individual? people think about it for a minute let this marinate look at somebody that you know and think about something in your house that you brought and paid for let's say it's your television set let's say it's the car you're driving in well maybe some of us still making payments on our cars but whatever you own right out that you paid for it cash money it belongs to you look at another human being and and have that same mindset that that individual belongs to you. You brought and paid for that person. That's the mindset of a slave master. So when those slaves got free, you know what the U.S. government did? They paid the slave master for losing his property. But the slave they gave nothing to. Let that marinate on your brain for a minute. I said all this. I said all that to say this, people. This society wants to keep their foot on our neck at all times. Why? Because they know if they let us rise, that we're going to take over. Think about an incident that you dealt with a racist individual. You going about your daily life, minding your own business. You trying to live the American dream. You want a house for your family. You want a decent job with benefits. You want to be able to take your wife and family out to dinner. You want to drive in a nice car. You want to send your kids to college. You go to work every day. You pay your taxes. You ain't out with your pants hanging off, selling drugs, and doing all these other things that the stereotypical so-called black and brown male are doing. And a racist individual see you and they say, what the heck is he doing or she doing? How dare they try to live as if they are, wait for it, white. And then I'm going to flip it to the other side for a minute. You got some black and brown people that see you doing the same thing and say, well, wait a minute. Hold up. Who the he or she think he is trying to live like they are, wait for it, white. I came here to proclaim, I came here to proclaim something to you. You are a magnificent spiritual being.
I'll say that again. You are a magnificent spiritual being having a human experience. Once you fully grasp in your mind who you are, I'm not just D. Maurice M.O.G. I am much more than that. It took me eight seasons of life to find it. That's 56 years with those who don't know that I am a magnificent spiritual being. That means that every day that the good Lord, the creator of the universe allows me to wake up and see the sunshine, I have an opportunity to live that day to the fullest, to the best of my ability. I have the ability to speak truth to life. I have the ability to think on these things. Whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. If you think that you a bum, you're going to be a bum. If you think you are a millionaire, then guess what? You're going to become a millionaire because you are entertaining only millionaire thoughts. I just threw some money out there. There's so many different things that you can vibrate on and draw into your life. All this stuff that's going on in this world today is all an illusion. Yes, I said it, illusion. Want to grasp your want it wants to grasp your attention to it so it can suck you in. Because let's face it, you hear about another unarmed black man murdered by the police. It enrages you. It enrages me. It enrages me. We have to be more cognitive than that. We have to be more organized than that. We have to respond and not react. The great teacher... If you read over there in John, the book of John, yeah, I'm just talking about that man. Read the book of John in the scripture and you'll see how he responded to individuals and not reacted to them. I'm not taking nothing from those individuals that's protesting the, the killing of these men. I am all for that. This generation, we are at a we are at a turning point that we are not going to allow this country to roll us back to a subhuman stance or subhuman presence in this life. No. We are magnificent spiritual beings. The individuals that occupy the Oval Office know this. If you listen to their convention and watch their convention this week, you will see all of the cold words that they're using to their base that, hey, man, we need to we need to galvanize. We need to get together. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need four more years of me in the office so that I can help shore up our dominance. But as the great creator, as the great creator of the universe, 
empowers us, us each day if we align up under his wisdom. If we are are imbued with his grace and his mercy. If we walk in, in the presence of that great I am. We can do all things. I'm an individual crying out in the wilderness. I'm going to end on that point. Peace and God bless.